Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the pay-per-view war stories. Your no-sir crew goes on a little deep dive in the pay-per-views of right. WCW, WCW and well, WWF. Yeah. Come on. It's time for WCW. We've been in Titanland forever. Oh, yeah. Um, about that, guys. We, we're not doing a WCW one yet. What? Uh, we're not. Uh, we are still in Titan Towers. What the fuck, man? What, they got like eight pay-per-views a month now? Well, it feels like that. God damn it. We are going to be discussing... Is this Rebellion Part 2? Is it going to be better than the last two they've given us? We'll find out as we'll be discussing WWF's No Mercy. Will so they show us mercy? No. No. I'm your host, Aptly Joseph. Aptly named for three in a row, by the way. <laughs> Aptly named. Uh, first of all, the location. The location can give me the the good vibes. I mean, if it's from a good building in a good town, then I feel like we're gonna be we're gonna be rocking and rolling, Joe. Where where are we? Man? We're in Cleveland, Ohio, we're in the Gund Arena, which I feel like we were at every time. We're in Cleveland. Yes, Cleveland rocks. Uh, okay. Yep. Well. You 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 uh, think about that as I introduce everybody. I'm your host Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here. It's pretty quick, Corey. The Human Rights Database, Corey Mack. Cleveland. <laughs> no, so's living legend Mike Booble. Rocks. Have you ever wanted to go to Rocks. Cleveland, legend? All right, guys. No. Maybe golf in Cleveland. <sighs> yeah, sure. We have been on the highway to hell. Oh, that was last year. No, it, Wait. Looped. it looped. There was a detour oh right back God. to it. Yeah. Well, we, uh, because... <laughs> the off was under construction. We're still on that, bitch. We've been... <laughs> the last WCW pay-per-view was September 12th. Fall brawl. Hmm. October 17th, and yeah. we've had three WWE. Yeah, remember that joke? They had that great War Games match. They always yeah, had a fall yeah, brawl. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, not this year. Remember they had a well-executed and, and well-accepted Sting heel turn. Yeah. Showtime, folks. Ooh. So, yes, we are on our third straight WWF pay-per-view. Some cruel and Unforgiven, right there. Rebellion, and now they're showing us No Mercy. One good thing I will say that comes out of No Mercy. This owner of that building was blind. He had to see the pay-per-view. Actually, it's the Nintendo 64 game, No Mercy. It's fair. Hey. It's better than Mayhem. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> I can play No Mercy and WWE Revenge. There it is. 24-7. You know, I watched an Impact pay-per-view while working today because I was so busy where they had a barbed wire massacre match where, I kid you not, some of the weapons were Nintendo 64 controllers wrapped in barbed wire. That's fantastic. That they just swung at each other. That's fantastic. See, see, and later on this week, 3D Doritos are making the comeback. Oh, God. There's just air, buddy. There's, just, oh, there's air. You shut your it's, mouth. It's hollow. You, shut there's, up. there's not. There's actually less Dorito. That's the point. Funny enough, it's healthy. Oh, can you imagine if it was? Uh, it's healthier. That'd be harder. That'd be harder, harder to bite into. <laughs> it's Dorito. Give me, give it's me. the shell of Dorito dust. <laughs> I will buy a Nintendo 64 HDMI adapter. Yep. You play I'll, Goldeneye. I'll play Goldeneye. I'll fuck you up in Goldeneye, I'll sir. I'll bring it. Up. Fuck you up in I'll Goldeneye, sir. On. I can watch Goldeneye. The movie? Yeah. No. I have it. Well, I have the, I have the systems. I got them all. Uh, but I, you know, I rock 3D Doritos and, uh, like, 
I won't, Mountain Dew I'm, Code I, Red. I don't rock Mountain Dew. No, Surge. I don't. I'll Surge. Surge. That's the time frame. Give me my 3D Doritos, Surge, and I'll rock fucking Revenge or No Mercy. Uh, was, I think mine was Pepsi with the white label. Mm. And While listening to Nimrod by Green Day. I think Spicy Nacho had just come out. I love Spicy Nacho. That's, That's the best one. Depends on the context, but they are very good. What's your other one? Like on sandwiches, Cool Ranch. Smash that bitch up with some turkey you know, sandwiches. That's the weirdest thing about me. This is also better than people are watching, guys. Don't worry, we'll get I like you. Cool Ranch Doritos, mm-hmm. but I only ever want them at best like once a year. At best. Also, you, you put you, or you take the nacho cheese ones, put them on a burger. Oh, dude. Yeah, I've done that. Oh. For me, it would be uh, the uh, music would be the uh, would be a uh, Puff Daddy and the Family. Ooh, you know, do it better. Uh-huh, I see. There it is. You're hip. You're cool. You're hip. Right. You're hot. You're the time. Hip hop. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm up with Puff Daddy and Mace. <laughs> yeah. With the money side. Yeah. So we're at the Gund Arena for No Mercy in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, so that's pass. 0 for 3 right there. Yeah. Cleveland, No Mercy, Gund Arena. 0 for 3. How, about, how do you feel about the Quicken Loans Arena? Not any better. Okay. It's the same. So. <laughs> I'm canceling this. We're done. <laughs> We're canceling this, but for, no, for before, that being said, but, but, but Corey, Corey, before you cancel, <coughs> oh God, can't wait how, for this. How did we get here? Well, <laughs> uh, a week and a half ago, <laughs> at our last pay per view, um, the bulldog threw a garbage can <laughs> at Stephanie, somehow causing himself to fall into a platter of dog shit. That was at the pay per view. Has to be written out of TV. And Russo was already gone. And Russo was already gone. Russo. <laughs> that's on the Rebellion, which you can listen to at NoSellerEntertainment.com. Maybe, maybe that's why we had hope for WCW. He leaves and this shit happens. We're like, oh, maybe, uh, oh, god damn. Um, and then Austin, um, it's complete smoke and mirrors by this point. Yeah. He can't work uh, hardly at all. Proven tonight. And, um, but we still had to deliver that match. He, yeah, it's, a, it's a B pay-per-view. So he agreed to, to, to put him over. Brother. Dude. What? Creative 316. Since I just jobbed your ass. I just <laughs> jobbed your ass, dude. That's all I got her. I need you to, <laughs> I need you to lose. What? What about that uh, sweet tag team championship match of the Outlaws versus the Hollies tonight? Yeah, that doesn't happen. Why not? Uh, because we, we treat our belts like meaningless props, and we've given him... To uh, the the Rick and Dick uh, rock, rock and Sock Rocky Ramon rock, rock and Sock Whoever The greatest tag team Of all time It literally could be anybody In, in late 99 WWF It could literally be anybody It could be Viscera And, and Steve Blackman <laughs> Speaking of him Before we move on Is the feud with him And the security guard Are he dead? Yeah No Sweet. it's DOA okay. Well I mean Shamrock left It's kind of It's kind of linchpin Of that whole thing <laughs> Um, shall we get into this pay-per-view? Sure. Might as well. All right. So the stage for this is just three time runs. It's been yeah, no, so like, I no thought, effort like, at all. Something, because usually when they have those weird setups, if it gets to set up a spot later in the night, and I was just like, so what are we what are we going to do later? Like, what's Austin going to drive in on? You know what I mean? Exactly. That no. was so. So we had three time runs, uh, one giant, the normal one, two on the side that kept showing photos of. Everybody that's in the show, everybody on the roster, bleeding, uh, screaming. Ironically, they would use this as the new Raw uh, set come January 2000. Uh, So if you didn't like it now, you're going to get a lot of it. 
Weird one is the, um, like, you have your ramp, mm-hmm. but then, like, wood. Like, wood flooring on each side, like a basketball court. Be like... Go to arena, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing is the Tynatron is super low. <laughs> so... Have we been here before, Joe? Is there a wrestling pay-per-view? I feel like we have. We have. Multiple times. Well, once. Oh. It feels like multiple times. Uh, we were here, sir. SummerSlam 96. The infamous Boiler Room Brawl. And Sean throwing a hissy fit against Vader in the main event. Which gave us Sid. Yeah, which gave us Sid. So, yes, we've been here before. Three years earlier. All right. I always like to try to think, have we been at the place for for pay-per-view? So let's get start the show off with a montage of war images mixed in with the feud of like Triple H wreaking havoc on people, Stone Cold wanting revenge on Triple H. I will say this. I believe that current day products should have montages kind of thing like this. They, well, ha- they You know what I mean? Like it has that more... Knowing Vince and Linda's... Political leanings. If they created a video like this today in modern times, uh, they'd probably get arrested for <laughs> surging a sedition. But you know what I mean? Like, if you go back to last year's, let's say this, let's go to the last year's WrestleMania. It's supposed to be in Tampa Bay. Uh-huh. So, what do they do? They do like this pirates and. I love the whole theme. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. like, I like these old montages of things of like. Mix, cut, splice things together to be like. Yeah, I did bring it back this year. I got, yeah, go full on. I want to see images of Apollo and Big E bickering and then cut to scenes of pirates raping women and then back to like, you know, Sasha doing her little spin twirly thingy, back to like, say, 9/11 rangy, footage. like nine eleven <laughs> footage, like you know, people taking over the capital. <laughs> so, yeah. as, as a quick side note, yep. do you guys want to guess any of the players on the ninety nine two thousand Cleveland Cavaliers roster? There's not a chance I can give you um, one person because Brad Doherty was retired, right? There's a white guy. There's um, always a white probably. guy. I'll give you a couple of the good ones. Okay, uh, Danny Ferry. <laughs> He was still playing in 99. Uh, Zadrunas Zogowskis was already oh, yeah. playing in 99 somehow. Uh, a very old Sean Kemp. Sick. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Trajan Langdon. Remember that name? <laughs> you do and you'll clean it up. And Andre Miller. Wow. That's your 99 Cavaliers. It's lo- a shitty team. I love when old, like, if you follow sports, uh, like Sports Center or Sports Nation on social media and stuff, I like when they do, like, people that you might have not known Retired with this jersey, thirty-two and fifty. By the way, <laughs> that's still when they had what I consider to be the ugliest jerseys basketball players have ever the worn. Dark blue with the orange, no, the white, the light. it's yeah. the white yeah. and light blue. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're bringing that back. Fucking for hated their that. city edition for this year. Fucking like hated that. But Sean Kemp, that's something I did, someone I did not know was on the Cavs. There's a reason. Yeah. Uh, commentary Sean team. Blue. They have a lot of coke and glue on. You're not wrong. The uh, commentary team is good old JR and Jerry the King Lawler. So let's start this show off hot and heavy. Fast pace. All this. No, uh, it's The Godfather versus Midian with Viscera. I will say it is better than the last paper they started with. At least they got somebody the crowd give a fuck about. Oh, yeah. Cause oh, yeah. Because the hose. Well, I, you got to do something. <laughs> uh, the hose come out and Viscera hangs around them the entire match. Uh, Midian tries to slam Godfather on the guardrail, but uh, almost misses it. 
Uh, Midian held Godfather against the post for Vistar to hit the splash. Godfather elbows Midian and gets out of the way. Godfather hits the hoe train splash in the corner and rolls up Midian for the win. This ma- match went seven minutes and 30 Wait, seconds. Did you forget to say that Midian wanted dead farm animals or some shit like that? Oh, no, but he did one. Yeah. Because that's what Lawler kept doing the entire match. I will say that Godfather hit something approximating a hoe train. Because Midian wasn't in the corner, so he nope. landed into it. Yeah, he ran into the corner and then fell back. It was like, he was on wow. the ropes, yeah. Wow, guys. Fucking awesome. Um, after the match, the hoes get down on Tim White. <laughs> or the hoes go down on Tim White? Yes. Yeah. Why showed, him no mer- showed him no mercy. Showed him no mercy as he so, goes down. Apparently, uh, I started reviewing this uh, pay-per-view in my blue period. <laughs> I just didn't bother to talk about the first three matches at all. So I had to give something, Corey. <laughs> I gave it three quarters of a star. Yeah. <laughs> no, you did. Cool. <laughs> and uh, it didn't deserve more than that. And- the explanation is in the rating. <laughs> yeah. This was atrocious. Um, Godfather is, is over because of the character, yeah. because of the women. But Can I this is a terrible start to a show. Was Charles Wright better than this in the ring at one point? No. He was always extremely limited. When I was younger, I thought he was better than this. I get that with a lot of people now. No, I'm just uh, like... No. Like Midian isn't that great. I mean, it's not. Midian sucks, but I thought he was better than this. And it's just no, most of his matches are terrible. He's pretty much all good. Oh, that's one thing. I, I there's a fight machine. That's one thing when I re- go I, back and watch that era. It <laughs> does not hold up at all. That's one thing when I rewatch all the stuff. Going like, wow, I thought you were, you guys are good. Yeah. Nope. That was a bad way to start a show. We're not really. Well, let's it. Mo- let's move on. Let's see how. Uh, it goes, brother. Uh, we get a recap from SmackDown. Hmm. As uh, we see that Triple H showing Austin his uh, face after being attacked by a snake and then gasp. It was makeup. Oh. Uh, we see earlier tonight, uh, Triple H uh, fr- from Heat, uh, Triple H is on top of the world. Deflated. Saying that uh, hit, last Thursday he, it was an Oscar winning performance. Uh, people were crying, and he believed him. Uh, the rattlesnake from uh, Raw, uh, he ripped its head off instead of him getting bit. Um, Triple H makes fun of Vince and Stone Cold, saying, you know, hey, I'm going to get Stone Cold so mad that he, he, he might get himself DQ'd. So, was it just me, or did they cut this off in a weird spot? It yeah, no, in a very weird spot. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> and to me, I think they... I want to show Corey the wanted int- more of the Triple H promo. Yeah. He's, he's hey, uh, Corey, speaking of that, Loved it. did you watch Heat? No. Okay. There's nothing, nothing new on new. Heat. Okay. I can see why they cut it off when they did it on the network. Uh, we, oh go to, we go to Michael Cole with Ivory. As Ivory said, she's going to show the two old hags that, uh, <sighs> that she is the real women's champion. So, speaking of that, our next match for the WWF Women's Championship, the fabulous Moolah with Mae Young versus Ivory. Corey, come back. Corey, come back. Uh, you get to listen to me talk about this match and see the... He- uh, Please do. <laughs> the, the Bushwhackers. Uh, there's a lot of snap mirrors in this like match. one-two punch. Uh, Moolah misses a uh, first ter- first rope splash. Mae Young gets on the apron and interrupts the pin. Ivory punches May, and May takes a hell of a bump off the apron. 
I mean, damn. Yeah. Uh, Ivory throws uh, May to the outside. Ivory hits May with a drop kick. Ivory tries to do a suicide dive on Moolah, but her feet get stuck on the rope, and she misses. She just fucking killed herself doing that goddamn move. Holy Christ. May attacks Ivory in front of the ref. Ivory gets the belt and goes and hits... Uh, uh, tries to hit Mula with the belt, but May grabs it. So the belt, but Ivory then hits May with the belt. Mula wins with a roll up. Your new WWF Women's Champion, the fabulous Mula. Two minutes <clears throat> and fifty seconds, and that's two dollars for, for me. Back to back matches with a roll up. Yeah. Um. Roll up mercy has started. <laughs> Corey, what do you give it? Uh, I gave it one quarter of a star. That's being nice. This yeah. was terrible. And with the number of botches, especially the dive, all I have to say about this match is I just want to quote Dusty Rhodes. Don't do shit you don't know how to do. Also, if if Moolah is your base, don't <laughs> do that shit. <laughs> Maybe we should have done it May and Moolah with the base. I, uh, this match was so although, slow. So I, slow. I would like to see Moolah be a base for, like, Keith Lee. Viscera. <laughs> not ideal. I got an idea. Uh, this was fucking... Garbage? Garbage. Trash? Yep. Embarrassing? Yep. What have you always said, Corey? If you don't have a good division, don't, don't put have the it. division on television. Uh, they th- don't have one right now. This right here is just for Vince's chuckles. For him getting off. <laughs> oh, lady. In there. <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> Puncher. Let's move on. Oh, uh, we see something from we see uh, something from Sunday night. Heat Vince telling Triple H that hey, your uh, your match tonight is a no DQ match. No holds barred. So every other main yeah. event in the Attitude yep. Era. That's what I said. I was like, why why even show the segment? We know it was no holds barred. And I'm okay with it, but, like, why waste time showing? Just do it. Just, like, going with the understanding that, it, like, the ref is going to allow a lot of leeway because we want to have a winner. Just go with that. You ever wonder how... I'm sorry. It's completely off topic. I just saw something. Go on. And I was going to say, like, we're, we're barely out of the AIDS scare at this point. Yeah. But yet they were so over. Parents were fine. Having their children With letting the bushwhackers lick their children. Like that? Like that. Yes. No problem at all. I grew up to be Sammy Zayn, funny enough. <laughs> Checks out. Uh, let's go to our next match. For th- Wait, nope. Ginger Jack. <laughs> this next match is what was supposed to be for the WWF Tag Team Championship. Yep, yep, but yep. it's not. It's the New Age Outlaws versus the Holly Cousins, Hardcore and Crash. Oh, you didn't know. You went to the truth. To me, both teams wrestled like they were disappointed. It was no longer for the tag titles and half-assed it. Oh, yep. yes. That's exactly how I felt. Yep. Uh, they brawl on the outside to set the match. Holly's control the match, keeping Road Dog away from Billy. Um, Road Dog hits a superplex onto Hardcore. Mr. Ass gets the hot tag. Gun with the um, Gorilla Slam on both members. Uh, Lawler at the time. How strong is uh, Gun to slam two 400-pounders? 100 cc's of Diana Ball, baby. That's how uh, strong he is. Hardcore Holly slides a chair into the uh, ring, and Gun famouses uh, Fame Masters uh, crash onto the chair. The ref sees that and disqualifies the outlaws. So your winners via dis- disqualification. 
the Holly Cousins. Uh, after the match, Road Dog humps Hardcore Holly and then Pump Hammer slams him onto the chair. I'm sure Bob appreciated that. Without question. 10 minutes and 32 seconds. I gave it a flat two. They wrestled like they were upset they were no longer in a title showcase and acted like it. Big blah. Is Hardcore Holly somehow the best wrestler of these four in a match? Yes. That's, I would say he is. That is unfortunate. Crash was really good, but I think Bob is a little better. Billy Gunn is overrated. Okay, but overrated. And Road Dog definitely ain't going to outwork anybody, wrestling-wise. So, Boy. Hot start, guys. Hot start. Hot start to this pay-per-view. Well, let's see if it changes now. We're going to recap of Jeff Jarrett and China's feud leading to this <laughs> Also known as Match. Anna Barbera season three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if this is, was a long promo. So our next match is a good. I had to finish the transaction. Our next match is a good housekeeping <laughs> match for the Intercontinental Championship. China versus Jeff Jarrett and Miss Kitty. Uh, Jarrett brings out the kitchen sink, literally. Uh, there's weapons in the inside and outside of the ring. Uh, China breaks a salami stick over Jarrett. China uh, then. Uh, what? I can't read my own notes here. And I typed them. Uh, good? Uh, China hits uh, Jarrett with a f- uh, frying pan. China breaks the toilet over the, s- over the head of Jarrett, and the toilet seat stays on around his shoulders. China then shoves a banana down Jarrett's mouth and puts ripped cream in his hair. Because it's a dick. Ha <laughs> uh, ha! Bla- uh, China blasts Jeff with a trash can. Uh, China puts Jeff on, on a table and gets on the apron. And does an elbow drop. However, China moves out of the uh, uh, Jarrett moves out of the way, and China goes through the table by herself. Then uh, China, uh, Jarrett gets the receipt with the trash can by hitting China with it a couple times, um, and then tries to hit her with a fish. Uh, Jarrett, pussy. <laughs> I I will say this is uh, Jarrett throws China into the turnbuckle, and she flips over it. And I'm like, huh. That looks pretty familiar. The Triple H spot. Yeah. I mean, they probably practiced it in bed. That's how they get into bed some nights. Oh, he gets, he gets I out. I can't remember yeah. the spot, but at one point in this match, it's like my the biggest pet peeve I might have in wrestling. It's a no DQ match, and there's a rope break. I'm just like, why the figure it, four spot. Why the fuck is there a uh, Jarrett and Miss Kitty put milk and eggs in a pan and stir it up, and then uh, Jarrett gets the classic handful of powder, and he's going to do it. But what, do it to China. But what happens? China shoves it into his face. Uh, China grabs Miss Kitty, throws her in the ring, and pours the pan over Miss Kitty's head. China then uh, Jarrett then puts China in the figure four, and China is, is able to escape by getting to the rope in this no DQ match. Jarrett gets some tongs and tries to double axe handle off the top rope, but China low blows him. Grabs the tongs and then grabs Jarrett in his crotch. China throws pies into Jarrett's face. China hits Jarrett with the kitchen sink. Jarrett kicks out at two. China tries to pedigree Jarrett onto cake, but Jarrett throws her on the ground. Then um, springboards China into the ref. So we get a ref bump in this no DQ match. Of course we do. Miss Kitty gets the belt and Jarrett hits China with the belt. One, two, three. Gets the win. Jarrett won this match. However, Teddy Long, the referee, said, hey, you didn't use a household item. The match restarts. I hated that so much. Especially because of how it ends. Yep. Uh, G- um, 
then Jarrett decides to try and give Teddy Long the figure four. But China grabs Jarrett's personal guitar from his house. His entertainment room. Entertainment room. And hits him with the guitar for the one, two, three. Your new Intercontinental Champion, the first ever women's Intercontinental Champion, China. Eight minutes and 25 seconds. <sighs> I got a lot here, Corey. You want to go first? Oh, uh, sure. Like, I got yeah, a lot. Okay. A lot lots I, to unpack in this match. I, I will say this. Miss Kitty does leave with China after the match. Interesting. Um, it's almost like I knew you wanted to wait till Monday because I was vague here. Huh? I gave it a three and a quarter. I said the backstory is far more interesting than the match itself. Uh, it is good, however. Jarrett went out there and put her over 100%. China becomes the first woman to hold men's championship gold. Uh, so let's start with that part first. Should this have been a bigger deal? It felt like it wasn't. Is at, it, at the time, it did. Was it? I said I don't remember how big of a deal it was. Yeah, no, it, it felt at the time it felt like I, I remember. Like, did clear, they give you like mainstream media coverage no, of it at all? No, no. but they, but it felt there was some clear divisiveness. Yeah. between fans. Some thought it's awesome, attitude error, anything can happen, she's tough as hell, and then some fans were really like, that's a man's championship. Like there's a women's championship, she should fight for that. I know you don't feel that way about women, but how do you how do you feel about her winning it back then? How did you feel about it? I, I mean I to be honest, I didn't really mind it because I just figured for three years they've had her beating up every man on the roster. So it was almost like, yes, yeah, she was a woman. But not really. But you didn't really. It wasn't think, like Miss Kitty winning yeah, the belt. You didn't really think of China as a woman. Yeah. You just she was a badass. Yes, I agree. So my other thing, uh, so a belt is not a household item, so it wasn't allowed. But a, a guitar is. So I mean, you're more likely to have a guitar than a yeah. championship. Well, actually, Joe's the abnormal. Well, as but I have one. I disagree. Two, four, <laughs> six, eight. I have eight and one Joe, on the way. You have a guitar. <laughs> yeah, there's guitars too. I have. I have. I have four uh, guitars too. I uh, I hated that explanation. Like yeah. you can't then uh, hit him with a guitar. That's the whole. I think they were trying to. They were trying to get a little too cute, and they wanted her eventual win to get just a little extra pop. I. I will say this. I, I will slightly defend it. If you recall on the SmackDown that Jarrett does the promo talking about how we're having a, house, a, a household, mm-hmm. good housekeeping match, he has the guitar in the ring, and he goes, and I'm bringing my personal guitar. So there is that, that reason of that's why she used it is because he said, I'm bringing this so I can smash it over your head. I enjoyed this match. I thought it was entertaining for the eight minutes. And oh, it's easily seconds. the best of the match. It was the first so one the crowd gave a fuck about. Yeah, for sure. I, it was, it was, and to the question that you asked Corey about China winning it, at the time I didn't care for it. I didn't mind it either because of the fact it it was a different time frame. However, what Corey said, China's more of a badass than she is a woman. If Moolah. <laughs> Or May won the IC title. If then every, we, if, if Ivory won if, it, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" If anybody other than China, because what Corey said earlier, China's been beating up guys for the past two years. I'm, I'm to be honest, I'm half surprised they didn't have Sable do it at her hottest with the Playboy thing. But, and you know. and also for me, it makes more sense for China to do it because she, she's been in the Rumble, she's faced Austin and been in the King of the Ring, King of the Ring. She's they, faced Austin. They she's, definitely laid the building blocks mm-hmm. to make it acceptable. I uh, 
I remember when this happened when I was younger. Uh, I just Jared at that point had go away heat, so I was fucking fine with it because I absolutely hated Jeff Jarrett. Looking back now, god damn it, what a treasure. He was so good. But he, he did his uh, job so well because he was supposed to get that go away heat with you. But and he I, had it but he had it since like double J. And that's no what I heat. say. Like, and that's what I say too about Jarrett. Like so I, I think when I was younger I didn't give this angle the chance because I was just like, fuck, like like I would DDP. Whatever he's doing, fuck him. him. I don't care. One hundred percent. And I've told Corey this. I'm like, I love Jeff Jarrett when he's the babyface. But when he's a heel, I can care less. I I love his heels. I, the Double J country singer stuff in 95. Yeah. He, oh, I love his heel work now. Watching he, it now. Oh, my God, He did great. the best he could with what they gave him mm-hmm. in 95, 94. Like, that's not a great character. He did what he could with it. I love this Jeff Jarrett. If, you're squat, if you squat, <laughs> I'm kicking your, your ass. ass. Uh, I guess the only other part that, like, bugged me, I know as fans, we're not supposed to remember this. The LOD used an actual kitchen sink in a hardcore match. Right. This was like the aluminum a yeah. fucking aluminum disposable sink. I was like, eh, okay. But at least we're talking about something on this show with some reverence now instead of, yeah, crowd that fucking it, happened. Man. The crowd popped for it. Well, I, but you know what? I still think the crowd would have popped more if they would have done a better job in the last month and a half. Separating China from Triple H yes. for sure. So let's move on. We're on. We're we we hit rock bottom. No, I, that's just that's coming up. And we started going up. So let's see how the pay per view goes as our next match. First, we get a long promo for our next match as it's going to be smells like shit. As hey, it's hey, hey, rock. as it's British Bulldog versus The Rock. Uh, er, anybody else? Really fucking early in the show for the Rock and Bulldog fifth a, match. They had a title match like two weeks ago. <laughs> fifth right. match of the night. Rock's on it. Fuck, dude. Rock comes out not wearing the tag title. Uh, Which of all people, Jerry Lawler points it out with. He's the one who's not supposed to get all this shit. He's the one like, hey, he's not wearing his belt. Do you think that means anything, Jr. And Jr. was like, what? No, probably not. I don't know. Slobber knocker. Slobber knocker. Um, Did Rock- a woman just win a man's title? <laughs> What was it? Uh, Rock, uh, Rock throws uh, Bulldog in the uh, corner. Bulldog flips and like hits his head on the like the top turnbuckle. For a split second, I thought Bulldog was flying out. I thought Bulldog was dead because he was just down. He's done that bump like numerous times, but that one, that one, I've seen him do it. But like this one, this one alone, I was like, is he he Owen first? It was weird. Owen. I'm coming to meet you. And it didn't help that the, it did not help that the rock started to kick him. I'm like, yeah, I think he's dead. Well then, trust me, if he was paralyzed there, the safest thing in the world to take is the rock's boots because those nope. things look so fucking bad. Ass draws. Let's move on. Let rock goes for a Samoan <laughs> and drop, but Bulldog uh, runs past him, so the rock does a back body drop. Uh <laughs> Uh, Rock gets uh, tied up in the ropes and Bulldog tries to hit a running boot but Rock moves and the Bulldog low blows himself on the top rope uh, Bulldog hits the running power slam but the Rock is able to get his foot on the rope to stop the count Bulldog goes for it again but the Rock shoves the Bulldog in the turnbuckle Bulldog walks into a Rock bottom and then the people's elbow for the win for the Rock at 7 minutes and 21 seconds so we're coming off that high of the hardcore <clears throat> match with China and Jarrett, and then they give us The Rock. 
do you think they, they put them there because of the electricity in the in the arena no. coming off the IC match? What did you get the China match? I don't remember. Three and a Three quarter. And a quarter. No, they put this here because they needed The Rock to already have had his match for something that happens later. Okay. Uh, uh, two and a half, and that's being generous. That is generous. How I said uh, this was just a match. Bulldog is tired, and this is a waste of The Rock. It felt to me like you had this weird mashup of two different eras in that Bulldog is a professional wrestler who isn't good, and The Rock is a sports entertainer, and... They do not mesh. They you know, have they have almost negative chemistry in the ring. It reminds me. Okay, well, it's I was weird. I was in a college class. This is kind of a weird uh, aside, mm. but I was in a college class and we were learning about how people see things. Mm-hmm. And you just said they're like from two gen- different generations, but they're only like nine years apart. Yeah, it's crazy. And what it reminded me of that class is that they talk about generations and music. Mm-hmm. And I never thought about it. I guess it blew it my mind. They're from different generations, but Elvis Presley and John Lennon are five years apart. Yep. That's it. Yep. But they come from different generations. It's like, um, it's like I love the music example, right? Because you could go from like, so in 1987, the number one song of the year was um, Walk Like an Egyptian. By the Bengals. And like five years later, it was like, uh, fuck, what was it? 92? Oh, God damn it. I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston? I think so. Is that 93? So. Something like that. Yeah. And then you, five years from that, it's... You know, it's Puff you know, Daddy. It's Puff Daddy. Like, it's... I'll be missing you. It's craziness. Stuff happens, I mean, so fast. More, like, these guys are not... They're not. It's like, not like Hogan and Kidman. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, no, it's, it's, not a, it's not a stretch to go from Bulldog to The Rock, and yet... They are two different fucking universes. What's even weirder is that they were in the same universe in 97, but you don't, you don't remember it. You don't remember, like, they were both there mm-hmm. doing things. And that's before Bulldog bit it. It's just... It's weird. It's, it's, it, it happens fast, man. Like, you know, Rock is one of my favorite performers of all time. I was never on the limb saying he was a great worker. I never went that far, but he was good for what he did. I'm torn. But most people... Had, We're good. He was able to have decent chemistry with, with most, unlike Austin, who had bad chemistry with a lot of people. Rock could generally work with most people. It it is bad with the Bulldog. It's real bad. I wonder if it's. And I agree. It's not good. I wonder is it because just a clash of styles, or is it because Bulldog is so dependent on those pain pills to keep moving after that injury? I mean, it's. It's, is he just out of it? I'm sure it's that, and I'm sure it's also like The Rock is like, I don't want to fucking that's like, do this that's garbage. That's probably like 60, 65%. Yeah, like you said, it's a waste of The Rock. Yeah. This is horseshit. Like, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to, if I'm The Rock, I'm like, this is what I'm doing? Like, mm-hmm. like of course The Rock is winning. What the fuck is the Bulldog? Yeah. Like, it's like I'm beating The Rock. Like, look, like, at, look, look what they've done with The Rock these past four months. They, Billy Gunn? Like, they are in some ways very lucky that he was so over with the crowd because they damn near fucked his run up. You know how you could have used him better here? Not have him work. Yeah. You didn't need him on the card. Austin Triple H was going to sell. You could have this Plus the company match was so on hot. Raw they were going to have on the pay-per-view. The company was so hot, you can just not have him work and have put Test versus Bulldog on No Mercy because that's where the fucking feud is anyway. He hit his fucking fiance with a garbage can. And then have can. Rock do the shit he does later anyways. Exactly. 
Boom. And you get the reaction you need anyways. You don't waste you, the rock you on have, a match. You, you've been wasting the rock. Because it's like this. Rock, Billy Gunn. And then it goes to Triple H. Mm-hmm. Now. But not even on pay-per-view. It's not on pay-per-view. convoluted six-man thing. Yep. And now it's going from Triple H to now Bulldog. Not to mention the rock and sock funny, funny rock and sock, stuff. Yeah. So you have Billy Gunn, Triple H, rock and sock, Bulldog, and now he's going back to Triple H. They're lucky he, you're right, they're lucky he's over because any other performer besides Austin, you, after being so hot, you give them that four months, they cool the fuck off. Uh, you could go forward a time, look at every single person they did that to. Yep. It's just... He was over. The only other guy that I think could have survived it, just on his natural charisma alone, is Chris Jericho. Yeah. That's it. You'd have killed anybody else. Let's go to earlier tonight with uh, Jerry Lawler talking with uh, Terry. Uh, we find out that the finals of the TIT tournament... Just the Lawler interview. Yep, will be a ladder match. Uh, Lawler has uh, Terry... I don't care if he's creepy. I was... I was living vicariously through Jerry Lawler in this promo. Lawler has Terry climb to the top of the ladder to show her how it's supposed to win. He's all, how? Yeah, he'll just show me more. Show as more. he's just looking up her skirt. I mean. <laughs> so let's go to our next match, and it's a ladder match in the Terry, or as we're going to put it, tit tournament. The at, Terry Invitational Tournament. At the time, very surprised this went on this late in the show. Because I don't know, you guys might remember. We're getting to the point where you're watching. You're yep. young though. Yeah. Um. Well, the matches have been fun on TV. They weren't really over. Like nobody. It's this match that oh. made right. It's this match that makes it. Before this, it was still like, oh, this is just a cute little mid card thing. Yep. <clears throat> It's a ladder match with guys who aren't big main eventers. Let's maybe open the show with it. Not a lot of expectations going into we, the match. Yeah, do you think... Go open ahead. the show. We like, should open the show. I, I think the reason why it went this late is because if you look at our previous five pay-per-views, Edge and Christian are going on one. If they're facing in the six-man against the ministry or anything else it's it's just them they're always they're the, they are always the pay-per-view opener except the for cruiserweights unforgiven for, where they went on sixth yeah and they're going six here again and, um, and everybody everybody remembers differently because they've tried to paint history a little differently everybody's like oh they used this to get both teams over that's not true edge and christian were already made in vince's mind he had plans for them that we'll see there was no doubt they were going to get pushed. This made the Hardys. Yeah. Yes, it did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just talked about it. It's it fun. I got a lot. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot here. I'm going to so, lay back at the fan let you talk. So it's a 2-2 tie going into it. And this is, a, as they put it, the first, and probably is, it's the first. It's technical. It's 2-2-1. Two, 2-2-1, two and one. Two, two yeah. And one, yeah. Uh, so I will say, before you go, that's a, they did a great job building to a pay-per-view match. Yep. Uh, first ever tag team ladder match. Is that true? Yes. Well, on in any kind of major company that anybody knew about, because at this point, like they weren't running ladder matches into the ground. Like no. it was no. very infrequent. We got Blue one. Moon it's because of this match. I, well, it wasn't the last ladder match. SummerSlam, Rock and Triple H. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a year ago. So uh, Edge, uh, 
the new uh, it's Edge and Christian versus the new Root of Jeff and Matt Hardy with Gangrel. Uh, Hardy tells Gangrel to get a ladder, but Tim White ejects him. Um, Edge tosses Jeff to the outside, then he hits a drop kick off the apron to, onto the ladder, which is Jeff's carrying. Edge try, uh, uh, tries to uh, climb the ladder, but Matt uh, tips the ladder over. Uh, Christian rams Jeff into a corner with a ladder. Christian then runs up the ladder and hits a drop kick on Jeff. Edge jumps off Christian's back and does the crossbody into a ladder because Matt moved. Uh, Christian hit a reverse DDT off the ladder onto Jeff. Matt with the back body suplex off the ladder to Christian. Edge then power bombs Matt off the ladder. Matt then climbs the ladder. Oh, Edge climbs the ladder, but uh, Jeff hits a missile drop kick off the top turnbuckle. Uh, Matt suplexes Edge onto a ladder, and then Jeff hits a swanton onto Edge, who's on the ladder. Uh, Jeff hits a leg drop uh, over a ladder onto Christian. The crowd pops for that That move. was insane. The Jesus. vintage Hardy of the ladders in the corner, and he just jumps over and hits a leg drop. Uh, Hardy puts Christian in between a, uh, in a ladder, and uh, Matt hits a moonsault onto just the ladder as Christian's in the middle. Uh, Jeff's climbing the ladder, and Edge throws a second one at him. Honestly, who throws a ladder? Matt repays the favor later by throwing a ladder at Edge. Hardy tries to clothesline Edge with the ladder, but Edge ducks, and Christian hits a crossbody onto the ladder. Edge and Christian put Matt in the corner and rams the ladder into Matt's groin, and then both of them do a drop kick on each side of the ladder into Matt's groin again. Edge and Christian sandwich Jeff in a, into, a sa- into a ladder, and then they slam the ladder on him multiple times. Matt hits a neckbreaker on Edge off the ladder. Christian does a hip toss slam off the ladder to Jeff. Edge and Christian put a ladder on the mat and put uh, puts the other one on top. Uh, Matt and Christian were punching over uh, uh, onto one. Jeff jumps and catapults the ladder. Oh, it's the spot where Matt and uh, Matt and Christian are uh, fighting, and then there's a ladder laying on top of another, and then Matt does like a little. Uh, catapults the ladder into their faces. It's the pendulum. Pendulum, The yeah. Joey Mercury special. Uh, yes. Which I believe hadn't been done yet, right? It's, no, no. Yeah, it looks so good. There was all... So much stuff had never been done it in this It looks so good. Uh, all four men are battling on the ladders. Both ladders fall and all four men hits the ropes. The crowd shows the appreciation by giving them a standing ovation at this point. Uh, Matt and Edge are fighting on the ladder you, uh, under the money briefcase. Uh, Christian and Jeff are fighting on a different ladder. Uh, Edge knocks Matt's, uh, Matt off the ladder. Matt stumbles off the ropes, hitting the other ladder, allowing Jeff to jump from one ladder to the other. Jeff punches Edge, and then Jeff grabs the money uh, briefcase and then takes a huge pump flying off, which is then the has become the uh, spot in all the video games. Yep. yep. If you win the ladder match, you fly off like crazy. And like we just talked about with Generational, Jeff Hardy still moves and looks like he does today back then. Earthquake was 29 in this match. Bullshit. No. Earthquake was 109 in this match. He was 29. Um, Bullshit. I would say this. (laughs) That's a rough life. I'll I'll go off subject for one second. The NFL posted a picture of a guy from the 70s who is – Younger than Tom Brady, 
and he looked 60 to oh, what yeah. Tom Brady looks like today. They aged uh, more back then. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Avocado ice cream. Oh, you know, and so, don't forget that, uh, that morning breakfast of pack of cigs and... Yeah. <laughs> so your winners of the latter tit invitational, the Terry Invitational tournament, the Hardy bro, the new brood, at 16 minutes and 40 seconds after the match, the crowd gives Edge and Christian a standing ovation as the new brood scurry to the back. A truly legendary match that has been the template for the last 21 years. I'm not even going to try to list the incredible high spots. I wouldn't do them justice. I went the full Monty. Five? Five. Wow. Wow. Went five. I watched it closely. And the reason I gave it five, I was going to go four and three quarters. Uh But then I was like, I read that first sentence over. I'm like, no, this is the template for everything that has come in 21 years. And I have another thing, too. Yeah, go ahead. That might even be more surprising. I don't know. Nine inches. Edge and Christian, we always put them over. Yeah. Watching this, I really thought about where we are now. I firmly believe Jeff Hardy's an all-timer. Uh, higher more than Edge? Higher than Edge? That's the debate, Yeah, right? actually, Christian I, 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 I would so. actually say more than Edge, yes. I agree. Yeah, he had that really down, you know, crystal meth period, <laughs> like 2003 to 2006, yeah. <laughs> and then he's relapsed, you know. Yeah. But no, he's even, he's, he's amazing now. Even 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 though when he does have his binges, he's still putting on yeah. matches. He's he's been consistently great, <clears throat> even if he's fucked up from like 2006 on. Right. Um, I, and yeah, no, it, it, he stands to me. He's an all-timer. He, More than Edge. He, I, I, uh, I so have, yes, I think I Jeffrey Hardy's an all-timer, and I went full five. I, I have to agree with both. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. I will say this is maybe the third time I've ever watched this match because of, the, of uh, first, I didn't order this match. Two, I watched this match when it was the best of the ladder matches came out. Yeah. And then one time on the network. Uh, what's interesting about your ratings, Corey? Yeah. Uh, so when I watch these shows, I always try and keep kayfabe in mind. So I don't take and count the future. I think I did on rating this match because I know what happens later, mm-hmm. and I think if you compare the matches later, like there are better matches. Yeah. But it's hard to be better than five stars. Right. But I think in the moment, I don't think you were wrong. Do you know what Meltzer gave it? Do you have any idea? It wasn't five. That was back in the time where he was still pretty stingy with the fives. Yeah. Um, I, I would assume it got at least a four. Because um, he, he was a fan of all four. It was, it was interesting watching the match begin. and we, we were dead on how both teams were getting there, but they weren't over yet. Mm-hmm. And you watched the crowd build. By the end of the match, they were like, they were, yes, it really made the hearts, but they were two completely fucking made tag teams. Yeah. They are... Now, the two best tag teams and the most over-tag teams in your company, even over the Outlaws, I And think. We'll, we'll discuss it as we move on. Mm-hmm. But, and this only happens in WWF with their fans. And, it, and it's not actually a WWF fault. It's, it's the fans. Mm-hmm. Ironically, even though this made the Hardys, Edge and Christian were the ones who benefited the most. Yeah. They came out of this. It was weird. Uh, they, they should have. They should have been the Hardys that easily got the most out of this. It is... So it sucks. The one thing I can't ever separate is just knowing what happens in the future. Yeah. Every time you see those spots, especially Edge, I'm like, there's his neck. Right. There's his neck. This is why he can barely walk. And you mentioned... My God, those spots. You mentioned the bump mm-hmm. where he wins. 
Yeah. Jeff takes the bump. Yeah. You know the story behind that? No. He could get the thing off, right? Was they it an were, actual bump? They were dead. They were so concerned, the company was, with making sure that sack of money didn't fall down. They put that on so hard, the only way he could grab it off was just to jump off the ladder and just with all of his body weight. Because if you watch, he was yanking yeah. on the bag. Yeah. It was, was it actual money in that fucking yeah. bag? No, it's I mean, like, whatever. Like, or something. Yeah, they didn't want it to open. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they didn't want it to open, so they made sure. So the only way he can get it down was just to fucking take that bump. <laughs> It was bonkers. Melt melts for game four and a half. Okay, yeah, I figured four and a half. Yeah, I figured. Mine was lower than that. I don't think I did it justice. I think again, I was comparing it to what happened Future. later yeah. when there are better matches I, and more iconic matches. But that is not that doesn't that takes away from this match. This it, match was so fucking good. You have to put in play with for this match alone the fact that it's two young up starters. You have Edge and Christian who have been around for you know. Look at this; they're more popular lately. More than the well, they've been on the main roster more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have them two just throwing everything, throwing shit at a wall with this ladder match, and then it, everything well, hit. It was four guys who were like, you know what? The rest of this card sucks. We can steal this fucking show, and no one can top and they, us. And they, they actually they talk about they that. talked about it. Yeah, they talked about it was their plan uh, to steal the show. And I, I remember, I wish some young guys now would have that thought process with this um, or anybody. <laughs> yeah, just anybody, uh, right? When this when they came on, I I because like this show has been fucking garbage. Yeah, uh, I actively sat up. I was like, okay, I did too. Ladder match time, and I don't. Wanna... I'm ready because like Joe, I think I've seen this twice. Oh, I've seen this so many. times. Oh my god, I was because I've. I mean, there's one a couple years I've seen a oh, fuck ton. Don't my, get me wrong. My but... cousin, my cousin used to have this debate with me. Okay. At first, it was uh, the first ladder match with Sean and Razor, or the second one with Sean and Razor, which is better. I think the first one. I have heard you and Jeff had this argument, yes. though. But he also said, one time he went, hey, first Sean and Razor or first Edge and Christian Hardys? So, spoiler alert, uh, so Torland and Raw, they say it's the greatest one. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Do you think it's better than Sean and Razor? I was going to bring that up because they said it on Raw. It's really tough for me because that Sean Razor match was... Like, that literally is the template to yeah. ladder match. Like, everything aspires to be that iconic. I'm going to say it's still that one by a, by a just a... A hair. hair, man, mm-hmm. a hair, because Sean's performance yeah. in that match, and I and I hate to say it like that, because Scott Hall held his own, and was was great. It made Sean the single star. Yeah. it's what it, it, it's it, what made it, Sean. Yeah, I it, still say that one by just a hair. You, you know, it's, it's like you, I know the different the different matches stuff, but it's like when you, they show highlights of the ladder matches. It's what, never this one. It, it's never this one. No, they always go to the TLC one. Yes, but when you do like Sean and Razor, it's like Sean's doing it's always the, the corner. Sean's it's the splash. splash. It's always that. And if, it, if it's Razor, it's just him posing both. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. or it's him walking on the ladder. That's yeah, the one it, they go to the ladder. It's either him celebrating or posing, but it's Sean with the. Okay, that's an interesting question. Also, can we? Can you guys think of another time in wrestling mm. where a guy was so fucking spectacular in his performance? That the other guy in the match, who more than held his own and was great in his own right, is completely overlooked and forgotten almost immediately after the match. Because I got news for you. After that match that night, it was all about Sean. Everybody was talking about Razor. He might as well not even fucking won. He moved on to Goldust. (laughs) (laughs) No. It was all about Sean. Does that ever happen? I got to think about that one. Goldberg Hogan? Well, all, you see is, all you see is Spoon and Jack Hammer. Hogan left 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, Hogan doesn't... Hmm. Maybe. That, I mean, that's worthy of talking about. But Hogan, that's an interesting point. That's an interesting thing. Piece. That's something to think about, because, like, Hogan, kind of, Hogan leaves a little bit. Razor doesn't. Yeah. In fact, Sean takes the time off. Sean doesn't work again until almost the right before SummerSlam. Interesting. You know what he did? He did that on purpose. He learned from the master, the guy we always talk shit about. He ah. went Piper. Mm-hmm. He had his tour de force, yep. then laid in the background, did the managing of Diesel, did the little co-promos. Yep. He, he Pipered it. Well, to be fair, he Pipered it, but it has talent. <laughs> Suck it, Jeff. <laughs> Uh, we go backstage with the Hardys. Thank God for that match, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. Can uh, we just stop the card now? You know what's funny, too, so far? We're going to be in our seventh seventh match <laughs> of the night for the soon. Next two, man. Seventh match of the night so far, right? The best two matches are hardcore matches in a, oh, yeah. in a way. If this was just a good housekeeping match and that ladder match, this is a pretty good pay-per-view. It's not bad. <laughs> uh, we see uh, great the Hardys <laughs> celebrating with Terry, pouring you champagne make, on her and themselves. You can make a great in-your-house out of this pay-per-view, actually. <laughs> well, we can maybe discuss it later. Um, oh. We go earlier tonight with uh, Mankind looking for the rock. Mankind runs into the Hollies and asks if they know where he's at. And they go, oh, yeah, he's in the bathroom. Mankind walks in the bathroom, sees a pair <laughs> of feet. At first I was like, fucking know that. Uh, they might have saw him go in. Don't you always know? Uh, Stop. Mankind starts, uh, sees a pair of shoes, starts talking to him. Mankind's coughing. <laughs> I know what you're cooking. Mankind's promoting his new book. Uh, Great book. You read, it, you read it, Joe? No, I'm not yet. Uh, Mankind hands the rock his book. Hey, that's uh, how he's only had 21 years. I'm going to make you read a chapter every day of your podcast. It. I have on, it. I'm going to make you read one chapter on air every time we do No, we're, he's going to have you call him every night before bed, and you're going to read a chapter to him over the phone. Got it. Uh, Mankind hands the rock a book, <laughs> leaves the room, uh, bathroom, and then all of a sudden the rock, rock, the rock walks past him. Mankind wants to know what he thinks of uh, how he did that. It's like, what are you talking about? Man can ask about how uh, his book and Rock's like I don't I don't know what what book. Uh, mankind tells uh, Rock tells Mankind to sign the book and then shine it up real nice and stick it straight up his candy ass. Mankind goes back into the bathroom and grabs his book and it turns out that it was Val Venus the whole time. So Venus attacks Mankind. So you think that leads to our next match? No, here comes the Rock. Uh, excuse me. That's me. That's yep, there was the rock. The um, uh, rock comes out. Uh, rock says that he will be the number one contender for whoever wins this main event tonight. He wants his shot. Rock then walks up the ramp, and then Triple H sneaks attacks him with a sledgehammer. Rock, get, rock gets stretchered out. Let's go back. Uh, let's go. Let's go to our next match. As it's Val Venus versus Mankind. However, Mankind's music hit, hits and he doesn't come out as they go backstage and you see the rock, uh, you see Mankind looking over the rock. Uh, Mankind says that he's going to win this one for him and he like shows him the tag titles and I'm like I'm going to win this for you. You're you you are already uh tag team champions. Uh Mankind pulls Rocco out of Val's trunk but Val is able to get Rocco and stuffs himself again. Val backdrops uh, Mankind onto a chair. Mankind puts the mandible claw on oh, twice, but Val shoves him into the ring post twice. Val goes and hits Mankind with the chair, but the ref uh, stops him. 
Mankind tries to backdrop Val onto the chair, but Val hits a Russian leg sweep onto the chair. Val goes for the money shot, but M- uh, Mankind moves out of the way. Mankind pulls Mr. Sacco out. Val pulls M- Mr. Sacco out, so we have one of the... Mr. Rocco. Mr. Rocco out. So, Mankind puts Sacco on Val, and Val puts Rocco on Mankind's crotch. Both men go down. It's the Dutch rudder. Val Venus wins with the testicular claw. Nine minutes and 18 seconds. After the match, uh, Mankind attacks Val and gets Rocco. First of all, uh, Sean and Marty over Mick and Val like every fucking day, so I heard half of what you said. Uh, A star and three quarters. Yep. This was not good. This rewatch has not been kind (laughs) to Val. Mankind is completely broken down, and the ending was way underwhelming. Like, I just, there's nothing about this I enjoyed. I had to hit the 15-second rewind, because I was like, wait, what the hell just happened? And then it was because of both men going down because of pain. So it's like, over the summer, they didn't learn that mid-card jobbers aren't good main eventers with Billy Guns. Let's try Val Venus. It's not. It's not going to work. His gimmick is already... Well expired. Well, Val Venus is the... I'll take it over his present day gimmick. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Val Venus present day? (laughs) You think he stormed it? Um, After the match, we see the EMTs checking on The Rock. We get a history lesson for our next upcoming match of the Acolytes, X-Pac, and Kane. As our next match is a four corners elimination match. Bradshaw versus Farouk versus Kane versus X-Pac. Um, Kane's uh, facing Farouk and X-Pac blind tags Farouk so we get X-Pac versus Kane Kane is hesitant to fight but they do Brad, when Bradshaw and Farouk get in the match uh, in the ring together there's no hesitation between the two <laughs> and they just them. beat the shit out of, each other, out of each other which I loved I was there for holy it. shit oh, oh my god like, I was forgot it and, and Bradshaw swung I was like Jesus Christ they were not holding back on <laughs> each other I, I don't I just love that because you got the hesitation of Kane and X-Pac but when nope. the Acolytes both got in they're like nah, okay like, I'll, I'll knock you those out. Those are two friends who fucking drink at the bar every Friday like we need to scrap we'll scrap and then we'll watch football tomorrow morning. Yeah, like, yep. God damn dude. I thought that was great. <laughs> it was awesome. I just <laughs> that, wanted to see more of that. Yeah. Just give me Farouk versus Bradshaw. Holy God. Best of seven. Because like <laughs> yeah. we know Bradshaw will swing on anybody but people never give Farouk yeah. Credit for, like, uh, he'll fuck people up, best, dude. Best of seven, loser has to buy the beer. Like, they, why didn't they do that? My favorite... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, oh, Sid. Fuck. One of my favorite... <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> words I've ever heard in the early 90s. People would fuck with people in the WWE locker room. Like, Pillman or... Yeah, rib them. Yeah, yeah and nobody ever fucked with Simmons. No. And finally, one of the days, I think it was Sting, might have been, came up to Ron. He's like, Ron, how come nobody ever gets you? And he said simply, I'm unfuckwithable. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's great, right? The fuck? Not that. Uh, what's <laughs> great about that is, like, I actually think he has since he probably would have fucked us funny, but, like, he has this, like, aura about him. Yeah. And people are like, nah, bro. No, okay, so like, if you were in the locker room, Corey, it's just you, two other wrestlers, and you were somebody, you're like, here's $10,000 in cash money. 
You're going to take this pile of shit, though, and put it in Ron Simmons' bag or Ming's bag. But you got to do it. I'd put it in my bag. Is it your, wait, pile of shit? Yep. Pile of shit. I'll eat the shit and call it good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll rib myself. Yeah. Oh, no! Do you, like, do you think it's like if they're ever sitting like in a hallway, like nobody walks by, it's like a cat with a dog on a staircase, people are like, all right, I guess I'm going around. Yeah. Not walking through that. Yeah. Yeah. No, nope, just yeah. jump out that window right there. Yeah, call it good. Hey, Tistroy's up. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm bizarre! <laughs> Uh, Farouk Christ. throws X-Pac into a clothesline from hell uh, to Bradshaw, yeah, he but does. the ref is distracted by Farouk. Kane chokeslams Bradshaw to eliminate him. Bradshaw, so our first elimination is Bradshaw. X-Pac then hits a top rope spinning heel kick and lands on Kane and stays on top of him as he flips on top of him <laughs> midair and uh, eliminates Kane. So your the final two is uh, Farouk and X-Pac. And I would say this, I'm honestly surprised. You, I, I wasn't. I'm not because you can tell where this is headed and they mm-hmm. want to save it. Yeah. So That's why I'm surprised because I'm like, uh, current day product, they, they would kill it, it right it. now. Yeah, they they would. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. No, so I, we're not, our final two ain't Kane and X-Pac. For me, the outcome of this match was never a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Farouk wins because who's gonna tell him no? X Pac hits the Farouk uh, hits Farouk with a GDT on the outside. Farouk hits X Pac with a beautiful spine buster. Farouk jumps. <laughs> My Far- spot. Uh, Farouk jumps off <laughs> the second rope, but X Pac hits the X factor for the one, two, three. So your winner of the four corners elimination chain, uh, elimination match. X Pac ten minutes and fifteen seconds. Three stars. Mm-hmm. The storyline is growing long in the tooth. But hopefully with X-Pac winning, it will conclude. It doesn't. Um, and I just fucking... You know, we, we talked about The Godfather and Val Venus, and we've talked about others that just haven't aged well. The Acolytes have gone way up. Way up. Yes. Way up. Oh, yeah. Stan oh. Bradshaw. Yeah. That started right then. Yep. Stan Bradshaw. What happens on Raw? Oh, my God. I was so giddy for it. I was like, oh, my God, we're here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was so happy. Yes. Uh, Spend, like, to that same point, like, Kane and X-Pac. That fucking team, dude, is amazing. I forgot how great of a team they were, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, same. Talk about just throwing two people together, and it just fucking works. Yep. Dude, it is the perfect, like... Big man, little man. It might be the best big man, little man team ever. Yoko Owen. If they, they're better. They're better than Yoko. They're better. They, uh, the only one that they, I think that's close is Sean and Diesel, and they weren't a tag yeah. long enough. No, they weren't a tag long enough. Either team. Well, fuck. If you let those two teams go at it, and when they're in their prime, Whew, my fuck. god. This is Coke filled. I can tell. <laughs> so I uh, thought it was a good match. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. Three yeah. stars. It's fun. Um, I may be tired of the X Pac. Napoleon complex storyline. Yeah, but the action's great. Yep. Hey, we've said it before. It won't. And I, it, I will say this: it probably won't surprise people when we do the awards show and wrestle the year is not X Pac. Right. He's he he's bolstered everything this year. He's really been the glue that holds the mid card together. Yeah. Like I would say, wrestler, not star. Like yeah. Austin, but wrestler. But like the person who gave you the most set. bang for your yep. buck this year. Yeah, Midian. It's sure. gonna be yeah. tough to beat Midian. Yeah, but X Pac has a chance. Well, those farm animals will beat him. So <laughs> now, if they if they had a match on Raw, where he quote unquote wrestled some of those dead farm animals, then he'd run away with it. Yeah, hundred percent. 
we, uh, we see Rocks getting wrapped up. Um, then we get a montage of the history of Triple H and Stone Cold. As our next match is a no-holds-barred match for the WWF Championship. Triple H versus Stone Cold. Triple H brings out the sledgehammer, but Vince grabs it. Uh, Triple H then punches Vince. Austin runs up the Austin runs up the ramp and they begin to brawl on the stage. Uh, they fight through the crowd and begin uh, and they fight in the crowd. You lose them. Yeah. Well, you know, Cleveland. Uh, a fan hands Sucks. a fan hands Austin a crutch. Uh, I thought you said a gun. I'm like whoa! Uh, Stone Cold grabs a camera, boom, and then rams it. Triple H. Necessary. That was. An interesting shot, and I like the fact I they showed the replay that of the camera so cool, flying. Man. I thought that was awesome. Uh, who made that call? Because that is a I don't G, know. Because like that is, I have never seen that spot since. That was a cool ass. Yeah, that was that fucking was... amazing. Oh, what's that? Austin has the camera boom. I don't think boom? they told the camera guys they were not loving that. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> what's, the, what's that? Austin has the camera boom and it runs it into him, and then like let's go to the replay. And it's the camera boom that shot. I'm like, yeah, so that's cool, dude. Whoever thought to do the replay from that angle, yeah, genius. God uh, damn it, man. The first five minutes are longer. Except for it's Kevin Dunn, then fuck you. Yeah, fuck Kevin Dunn. Fuck you. Uh, the first five minutes are longer. They haven't even got into the ring yet. Shades of Montreal. <laughs> but longer. Wait a minute. Uh, Austin tries to pile drive Triple H on the floor in uh, in the crowd, but. Uh, Triple H backdrops him. Triple H goes for the pedigree. Uh, the president we need in this day and age. <laughs> yep. uh, Sto- Stone Cold uh, slingshots Triple H into the ref, Mike Chioda. Chioda, which is weird that Earl's not the main event uh, ref. But Chioda then and uh, Triple H both take the bump as they fly over the guardrail into... Dude, Chioda back. fucking bumps, dude. He bumped. That's Holy why Earl's crap. not the main event. If that punk... That- for that bump alone, that's why like, he's in there. Anytime he has to bump, though, like, he fucking does it. Yeah, so let's get rid of him uh, during the pandemic yeah, after a 30 years of loyal service. Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, they finally get, it, know. They find get into the ring, but guess what? There is still no ref. Austin hits the stunner, and the ref's down. Austin goes for it again, but Triple H shoves Austin into the ropes. The ref was getting onto the uh, apron, but Austin runs into him, knocks him off. Triple H pedigrees Austin. A new ref, Earl, runs down and makes the count, but Austin kicks out before three. Triple H and Earl get into a shoving match. Then they fight to the announce table. Triple H is now busted open. Stone Cold is choking Triple H with the camera wire. As then Triple H hits Stone Cold with the ring bell. Uh, St- Triple H suplexes Stone Cold onto the Spanish announce table. Table doesn't break. Uh, Triple H chop blocks Austin and starts attacking his left knee, wraps Austin's uh, knee around the leg, uh, ring post, and then uh, rams Austin's leg into it multiple times. Uh, Triple H uh, slows it down by putting Austin's leg in a leg submission. Austin gets out by kicking Triple H with his other leg. Smart. Triple H grabs a chair, but Austin gets it out of his hand. Austin gets the chair, but Triple H gets it out of his hands. Austin hits a second rope suplex. Triple H, uh, oh, second rope suplex on Triple H. Uh, where are we at? Uh, Austin and Triple H fight over the chair. Austin gets the chair and blasts Triple H with it. Austin right. attacks Triple H's knee. The way Austin, uh, the way Triple H attacked Austin at uh, SummerSlam, the crowd is losing it at this point. Here comes The Rock, wrapped up with a uh, sledgehammer. Rock takes a swing at Triple H, but Triple H moves and hits Austin instead. Triple H pedigrees the Rock. 
Austin, uh, Triple H then covers Austin for the win. 21 minutes and 55 seconds. One single sledgehammer shot to the gut. Took out Stone Cold. Because that's the safest bump he could take. Uh, I went three and three quarters. Mm-hmm. Not bad considering the smoke and mirrors needed to pull off an Austin main event match at this stage. Typical Attitude Era main event. Can't really bitch about it, but I can't really glow about it either. It was fine for what it was. The ending left a little to be desired, but... Uh, after the match, Austin gives Chase to uh, Triple H. Uh, they cut backstage, and there's Triple H and Austin brawling as China is calling for Triple H to get into the limo as the limo drives away. So that's no mercy. So my question real quick before we move on. Uh, yeah. Did Triple H blade too early? Because the I only th- spot that would have made sense for blood is the ring belt, or did he just get hard weight somewhere? I think he bladed early. Because I was like, he's busting up. I was like, why the fuck is he busted open? Nothing happened. Yeah, where did that come from? You, you know? Because that motherfucker, he, he will, left to his own devices. He will blade during instructions. Right? I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Rick Flair gets blades uh, when the wind blows. <laughs> yeah. It's, when you brought the thing up about him kicking with the other leg. Yeah. What sucks, I think, at this point, uh, for those of us who had seen Austin wrestle, like, earlier, is like, he's... Like, in his head, he still knows how to work. His fucking body just his can't. Body and it, it sucks, dude. You he, can tell it fucking annoys him to yeah. no end. Like, mentally, he's there. Physically, not there. God damn it, he knows what to do in that ring. He just fucking can't do it. And it sucks. It really robbed fucking everybody of a longer, just incredible in-ring career. I I was I was having a discussion with my, uh, my lover. Lover my partner at work about this, about how Stone Cold goes down as one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Even, and even though he did go a long time in like WCW and ECW for that short term, but the final like five years of his career being Stone Cold put him into the elite level of, you know, Mm -hmm. the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. What if the big, what if of, if he, I think if he hadn't had his neck broken and he was able to work like that for another, like, through his retirement, I think he's probably, I mean, I don't, like, I don't think there's even a debate anymore. Like, I don't think there's a debate about who the best ever is. You know what I mean? Because right now there's still debate. And, it's, you know, understandable, but there is there is no debate at that point. Because he, Hogan was bigger longer, but no one was bigger at one time than Austin. And Austin is so much of a better worker than Hogan. It's weird, because I, I don't know... I want to agree with you 100%, but at the same time, I think the fact that he couldn't wrestle and just did whatever he wanted wreaking havoc in the fall of 97 and early 98 played such a huge part in how hot he got. Yeah. That it's almost like, would he have been as As hot hot without that? It's the big what if, because then if he was healthy, okay? Yeah. What happens with The Rock's popularity? Triple H popularity. You know, like there's all those... Triple H should have been fine. Because yeah. uh, he's a heel. Uh, the Rock thing would have been interesting because Austin wouldn't have had to take a backseat. He wouldn't have lost all that time. Mm-hmm. The Rock, you would, you would think due to that that The Rock would have had as many opportunities at the top. Uh, because when you have a dude who's delivering like Austin is, you, you, don't don't think of, you don't think of giving it to someone else for a little while. It's like, yeah. well, we're going to ride this until the fucking wheels fall off. It's one of those big... Like, so there's a lot of what-ifs. There's a big of what-if if Austin didn't get hurt 
what would happen in the I think mainstream of the, the run. The of, Rock would have still been huge. I think he's, there was just too much talent there. I think The Rock should. I don't. I don't want to say it like that because that sounds condescending. I think The Rock benefited more from Shawn Michaels retiring okay. because Michaels would have kept his spot. That's through fair. talent and politicking. There's That's a, fair. So The Rock would have had that chance. There's the, there's the other what if there if Shawn because didn't at that get point, hurt. Like uh, they had already decided they were going with Austin with Michaels being there. It didn't yeah. matter. They were going with Austin, and he wasn't going to let another dude go ahead. Right. Him. He's like fine, but I'm number two, bitch. Yeah. So I think that. Helped the Rock out more. Rock got lucky with all interesting Michaels leaving, retiring. Because Everybody thinks WWE Triple H too. is the one that benefited. I think it's the Rock. But there's the big what ifs in wrestling of if Austin didn't get hurt, Sean doesn't get hurt. What hap- What's the roller coaster that we would get? You know, that's like Earth One is what we we live in now. Like we'll go comic books. But if do- we go to Earth Two. All I, nothing bad has happened. I, I do want to dispel the one rumor that I've heard for years that I can't believe anybody takes seriously, and that is that Sean faked the injury to not have to be second banana to Rock or Austin. Oh yeah. I was like, I don't care how egotistical you are. Who in their right mind is going to retire during the four hottest right? years in the business and then come and back? At some point, as Spartan as Sean. Uh, he would have come back at some point <laughs> right, like, to, like, to reap some of that money. Because right? Jesus he, Christ. He like, would have not come back as just dumb. the commissioner. <laughs> yeah. He would have came back as a wrestler like, to get that money. He faked an injury to not drop the title to Brett. Yeah. It has nothing to do with making money with Austin. <laughs> yeah. Big difference. But some people believe it. Oh, yeah, no, he waited until it cooled down. I mean, some down. people think Montreal's a work. That's so, true. Yeah. You know. That's true. Those people voted for Trump. Oh, those other that was their review. That was <laughs> no mercy. So Man, they showed us none. Corey, yeah. Oh Jesus. Is there anything you would have changed? Oh fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> In your house, no mercy. <laughs> there it is. Five match show. An hour shorter. I would have started off with the good housekeeping match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I'd have gone to Rock and Bulldog. Or I would have gone to Test and Bulldog. Then I would have done the Rock promo. Then the tag team ladder match, the four-way, and then Triple H and Austin. That's a pretty stacked card you got there, pal. Hey, in your house, it works if you got the the shit. That eliminates all the crap and keeps keeps it nice and tight. That's a card. Yep. Boom. That's what I did on Oh wait, hold on. What did I say about the whole thing over there? That's a a, a current day NXT type card right there, pal. Or AEW. No, you're right. Not the greatest show they've put on, but it does have one of their greatest matches. Make sure to watch that. Mm-hmm. That's what I put. There it is. Let's go to the ratings, shall we? Okay. By ratings, I mean by rates. So, the last... Unforgiven. Unforgiven, yes. The last pay-per-view for WWF. We don't count rebelling because I can't find anything. Was an eight... A po- oh, sorry, point eight. I was going to say, what? No. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ, they sold how many pay-per-views? A point they eight. They made a billion show. dollars of pay-per-views. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're doing shit now. Uh, point eight five. It's the wrestle of that unforgiven money. Yep. It's the roll of that royalty check. That's his point eight five. <laughs> We're going back to a long time ago for WCW Fall Brawl. It was like a three or something. Point three five. Yeah, That's oh terrible, God. dude. Jesus. This pay-per-view got a point eight. Eight, eight. 
It, it deserved to do better than a forgiven, just based on the main event. Putting butts in seats. Yep. I mean, it's, it, uh, there's a reason Austin's on top, man. It's just, it works. I mean, it's the same theory, like, even though he can't do shit in the ring, uh, you know, it's why Tyson just sold almost two million yep. pay-per-view buys at 57 years old or whatever the when fuck he is. When you're a star, is. you're a star. You know, it fucking is what it is. Let's move on. Let's go to the awards show. Let's start off with best match. I mean, the ladder yeah, match, match would be yeah. pretty universal there, I believe. Yeah, I'll go. I mean, you know no. what? Val and Meg. <laughs> I know. I want to give an honorable mention to the good housekeeping match, yeah. but it's that ladder match. Yes. It blows away. It's 100%. Out of the uh, nine matches we had on... Uh, the pay-per-view, I think my top three would have went ladder, housekeeping, and main event. Yeah, that's a safe bet. You might do the uh, Fatal 4-Way. We have 4 4 way Mine would have been ladder match, main event, Fatal 4-Way, then good housekeeping. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the least favorite match. Ivory Boomer. Yeah, what no. the fuck? Jesus Christ. Uh, guys, who yeah. is your MVP? Just, this is what I'm interested about. I'm curious where everybody goes with this. I... I don't want to do the cop out, but I'm gonna. We got Edge, Christian, and the Hardy Boys. There it is. <laughs> I don't want to do it, but how do you not? By doing this, I'm going with Triple H. He did everything he said he was gonna do. There you go. That's not bad. He got over on both Rock and Austin, and beat Austin in the middle of the ring. However, he did it. Is it relevant? He beat him in the middle of the ring. Like he said he was going to. You can't say that they didn't give it their all with this Triple H push. I, I'm, I'm, I, Once I, they realized they had a push, they fucking decided to go with it. I will Dumb do matches. the cop-out, too, and do Edge the Hardys. And, Hardys. <laughs> and Edge Christian. It's however, really hard not however, to, man. However, I will say this about Triple H, and I've been saying it for months. He is dope. The, I, you know, I've made this comparison. He is the 1999 current version of Ric Flair in WCW. The fact that Triple H is the WWE champion. But he's getting beat up every goddamn week. He doesn't. He has like, out of a month state of Raw, he has one night he's on top. Yep. Sure, he gets stuff throughout the show, but when the show finishes, he is beat up by The Rock or Stone Cold. Did you see that tweet earlier this week? Somebody showed a picture of Ric Flair and Triple H from 2003 Evolution and said, do you realize that Triple H today is as old as Ric Flair was when he started managing Triple H in oh 2002. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That's crazy. I was like, holy fuck. But, yeah, uh, Triple H is my second, but I'm copping out with Hardys and... Uh, I mean, they're not Ed wrong. Yeah. It's just, you know... Who is your... Fuck, man. Who is your Moadib? Oh, I, Which one? Is it this the... I, no, I got one okay. I guarantee you guys don't have. Okay. Jim Ross. Oh. Whoa. Yep. Why, why, is okay. that, why is that, Connie? Uh, well, <laughs> here's the thing. I can't explain it until we get to the Monday Night War stories. Well, there's uh, that. Uh, thanks, Connie. Uh, boom. Uh, British Bulldog. How about that push, buddy? How's that going? You just got effectively squashed on pay-per-view, and good luck doing anything else beyond this. So, thanks. Thanks, thanks for playing. Appreciate it. Uh, my mode did... <sighs> but he gets a posse. Uh-huh. Val Venus. I was going to go Val Venus, but then I went It's meta. one of those things of like, Val's becoming the David Flair for me right now. If you're on my screen, fuck you. 
because I am the hottest. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I am the hottest up and coming WWF. No, you're not. You've been there for two years now. And, um, yeah, no. Uh, hey, Corey. Yeah. Uh, WTF. Uh, my WTF is going to piggyback my MOA dip of the night Uh-oh. and will thus be explained in detail on the Monday Night War stories. Fair enough. Now, that's a cliffhanger. Booble? The fabulous Moolah as fucking women's champion. Are you kidding me with that horseshit? What the actual fuck? Are you being literal? Yeah. She's the champion of the fucking women's division. We've all heard the stories about uh, how she treated her trainees. Well, that's fair. Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ha <laughs> ha! I think it's hilarious. Oh, You're God. the only one. Ha <laughs> ha! You fucking old fuck. That's, uh... That was my motive too of Mula. Like basically the women's division right now becoming Mula's division all over again. And I'll say this. My ninety-nine, twelve <laughs> year old self did not mind at the time. <laughs> but now my older self. I don't post spoilers on this show. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not gonna name names. But I will tell you. Jeff. There is a woman's elimination Survivor Series match at Survivor Series. God damn it. Awesome. Can't wait. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. But no. Yeah. That's why do the people in the match and talks like this? <laughs> Kane. John. John. Wait. Does Luna do the voice for Kane? Sagan. Is this like an Arn Anderson situation the whole time and we didn't know it? Sagan. The shock master. <laughs> It's been Luna the whole time. God she is it. the voice of Kane. Voice of Kane. God damn it. She says voice of Luna on the screen. Guys, all right. So that was it. That's, that's it for No Mercy. Hell yeah. We're moving on. Yeah. We're moving on. Give to it to me, Joe. Give it to me, we're Joe. Going, we're in the month. Corey, of, you ready? We're in the month of October, guys. Yeah. And okay. we're done with all WWF shows. Yeah. So that means. So we're going to WCW Ooh. for Halloween Havoc. Oh, shit. My favorite WCW Hemingway every year. I love Havoc. I love me some Halloween Havoc. Love it. And this being the first Halloween Havoc under the auspices of Vince Russo and Ed Ferrara. My God. Have me a trembling with excitement over what we may just see here. I cannot wait. Uh, Have you ever seen it? No. Fuck no. (laughs) Oh, that face. Uh Uh-oh. I'll put it this way. I don't know how to do the mark out or no saw later this week. I was actually thinking about that. Off air, we'll discuss. Checks out. Yeah. So, next week. Next week, again. For like again. the ninth fucking week for in a row. Yep. Goddamn every War feels, Stories. Feels like forever. We're <laughs> here on the pay per view War Stories. We'll be doing WCW's Halloween Havoc 1999. From Las Vegas, baby. Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking last room, but correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Orleans, yeah. Creole talk, but you can find all of our podcasts at nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can get all your nude pics of Corey. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry, they were up there. We didn't tell you. Yeah, he got hacked. Yeah. Sorry, bro. You can I go- apologize to anybody who's seen that. What are you talking about? It's like Sean, the Sean for pics. <laughs> Except for I use the dental floss. <laughs> It's just Devin. Like, that's, Devin that's Devin laying on top of you. You're a young boy, Devin. Oh, yeah. You can also listen to all of our podcasts. He washes my balls for me. He's the Judy Bag. I love that, so. 
You can listen to all of our podcasts and wash your balls wherever. With no cell entertainment. (laughs) 